Are we All recording? Right. Anyway, we're recording I was, now. I was, I was right. just saying how Let's happy I am. I have, a, I have a big Let's black penis on my website. Has anyone ever thrown a dead hooker off a bridge? <laughs> no. Why do Cause, you ask? Because I've discovered recently, like not too long ago, that the problem with doing that in Saudi Arabia is there's no water under the bridges anywhere. Like, oh. nowhere at all. See, the so joke's get... going to fall flat now because... <laughs> Because I've already said it, and fucking great one wasn't recording, was he? No, he was not. But yeah, all you get is a thump and not a splash, huh? Well, all you get, all you get is the cops chasing you. Yeah. Uh huh. Wondering what that thing in the black ninja thing was that you threw up a bridge. Anyway, you were talking about big black cocks. Yes, and, and how they've changed, and they've changed your life. <laughs> that changed my life. I, I'm, and I'm not joking about this. Um, that black cock. Oh, thank God for that, because I thought you were joking. <laughs> but now I know you're not joking. Now it makes it I'm all not, better. I'm not. Dude, everyone needs a big black cock. Let me explain why. Oh, I have dear. I have been trying. This is your next book. To, this is it? this is my next everyone book. The beauty of everyone needs a big black cock. <laughs> so people are fucking stupid, and uh, I uh, to make my life easier, I have instructions on my website so that if you follow them, you could get the cheapest prices possible because you are not burdening me with stupidity and extra labor. So, but guess what? People don't follow the instructions. They send me an email. Is this why I send the email? Uh, how much is pricing? How does it work? It's like if you read through it. So now I have put a big black penis up on the top of my contact form. And it why? says, do you see the big black penis? Why did Read you below. Choose? And then people are like, oh, my God, big black penis. And then why they pay attention. A big black penis. But why did you choose a big, a big set of tits? I, I wanted like to no, know because because tits are ubiquitous. Guys, okay, most of my clients are guys. They've seen a bunch of big old bitties on the Internet. That's not going to capture their so attention. So you're, to, you're trying to introduce them to something new. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want them to see something they've never seen before. Like, so I found a, this big old black cock. And it's got a curve, and it's pointing down. And now, where did you, uh, where did you find your big black? I just cock? searched "huge black penis." That was it. Okay. And okay. and then you have and, and, a selection of variety. Search, it didn't it didn't give you any white ones though, because if you if you look up white couple, you'll get a you'll get an interracial. Couple. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you if you look up big black cock, then then by god damn it, you'll get a big black cock. Like like the internet was in two thousand three. So, oh, yeah. that was a good time. Good times. Good yeah, times. Good the times. internet provided I, what you wanted. Oh, I look back at those times. Good times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one cared. Everything was up there. You could, you I could think find the whatever you want. What's the fascination with cock is? What's the fascination with cock? I, I don't I think that. there is a it's fascination like, It's like when people, people, you see people saying they're proud that their son is gay. What's? what's There's nothing to be what's, proud of. What's what's proud about that? You know? Nothing. They they have they they are loser parents and pro like if their son had something else going on, oh our son is a doctor. You know like yeah. You know, well, that's a reputable that's age. something you can be proud of. Imagine right, that. right. But you're but having your a conversation. Average... You're having a conversation at the golf club, and you mm -hmm. say, "Gee, Norma Bean, I'm really proud of my son. He's a doctor. Oh, and by the way, he likes sucking cock and having cock shoved in his ass." Right. But that's incidental. Here's a photo. Look, here's a photo. <laughs> here's a photo of our boy Tommy. We're really proud of him. 
Right, really but here's, here's what I'm saying. The two would not co- coincide. If, nah. if a parent would say, we're proud our son is a doctor or an engineer or whatever, and then his sexuality would be inconsequential because yeah, the like, parents brought him up right. But if, if you're a fucking retarded American parent and you did a shit job with your kid and your kid, you didn't train him or her to become anything reputable, and then they go the easy route, like claim they like licking the other person's genital or the same person's genitalia or whatever, then you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of my son. He's gay. Or he's an environmentalist, or he's whatever. Uh, uh, I think uh, I think my mother wanted me to be gay. Actually, how's I'm, that? I'm pretty sure of that. She wanted either me or my brother to be gay. Six so years. Uh, no, just so she would have uh, virtue signaling points. And yeah. this was like back in the 80s or 90s, you know. And I, I'm pretty serious about this. My 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 mother was a feminist mother. She uh, she really screwed me and my brother up for a long time. I mean, I was clueless with the chicks for so long. As a result of her, uh, of her, I mean, this is all right. Let's do a clueless with the chicks story. See if you can beat this. This is how clueless I was with the chicks. Okay. Right. When I was eighteen and I was trying to get laid, uh, I would to try to convince girls to go to bed with me. I would. I wouldn't try to convince them to say, "Hey, let's go and have sex." I would say to them, "I want to. Let's go and make love." Oh God! Because I, I thought that was that was that was a better move. You see, I thought that was oh, a better move. I can't. That's pretty bad. I. That's pretty I bad, isn't one. it? That yeah, is pretty that's bad. pretty bad. Mine was. Uh, bad. Mine was. But mine by was, the way, boys, young yeah. men, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> <laughs> try to say to a girl that you want to make love, love to her, doesn't really work. <laughs> Not much. That, that beats me. I was going to say flowers and poems. You know, I'd write a cute little Oh, poem. I'm way beyond flowers and poems. Yeah. That, but that poems are good, Cappy. Have you got a if, poem if, there if handy it, that yeah, you could no, read to us? Uh, no, no. Well, uh, I, well, the, my standard one was, I like you, babe. I like you lots. It's for you. I got the hearts. <laughs> That's and pretty good. What so, about, yeah, what about this one? Roses are red. Violets are blue. Sugar is sweet. Suck my cock. <laughs> Yeah, that should have been the poem I wrote, but I was trying to be witty and funny. Not romantic-y, flowery, let's make love kind of bullshit, but fun and flirtatious. But even that didn't work. Uh, and then flowers, you never get to grow flowers. You, you, you no, get your good. mom flowers or your grandma flowers, and that's about yeah. it. You don't, you don't yeah. get girls flowers. Yeah. What about you, Great One? What was your, uh, what was your cluelessness level of uh, chicks? Well, I'd have to go yeah. with, I didn't do the flowers, but I did the poetry. And it was bad, like sappy, trying uh, to be oh. romantic. Oh, God. Kind of like William Wordsworth sort of stuff with the flowers and the daffodils and that sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. It was, it was terrible. Ah, that's bad. Terrible. That's really we all bad. We all go through our tampon time, but then we... Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And, and some of us grow out of it. Uh, I, I'm hoping to one day. I, uh, the dead hooker that I was trying to throw off the bridge back before, <laughs> she... Uh, I made the mistake of asking her to make love to me, you know, and I was paying. I was paying, and Did uh, it didn't go well. I didn't go well, you know. She said, "What are you saying?" Uh, so, no, you can pay me to fuck, but you can't pay me to make love. You don't have that much money. 
Because apparently, and I, I'm, I, I don't know, I've never been with a hooker. I pay for sex in other ways by giving a woman a house, yeah? Right. Yeah. But, um, that was, totally wasn't prostitution, yeah? That was, that was, no, that was, that was straight up. But I've been told with hookers that you, that you, you can't kiss them on the mouth. Yeah, you can't you can't stick your tongue in it. Right. You can't do that because apparently that's that's too personal. I suppose that's like making love, right? That's like saying that you want to make love with a hooker, like trying to kiss her. On. I don't know. Pretty What's gross. your experience? Have you guys got experience with ladies of the night? Well, how do you define that? Have I ever paid for it? Yes, all the time, but not not in an explicit cash for sex contract. Not in a Las Vegas sort of way. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, no, I have not had uh, an experience with ladies of the evening. No, not not in the literal sense, but in an economic, otherwise literal sense. Yes, we all have. We have all paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they give you an invoice. Yeah, it's called the alimony settlement. Uh, no, I meant hookers. <laughs> it's called. Uh, it's called I don't an think STD. it's a tax deduction. Yeah. I would Chad Elkins? Uh, would he have a, something like that in his? He, you know seat? what? I take it back. In where it is legal, I bet you it is a tax deductible expense because he has uh, a seeking arrangement or not seeking arrangement. Uh, only fan girls, web girls, and things like abortions, boob jobs uh, are all tax deductible. So if prostitution is legal, and a girl will be given an invoice, and depending on. You might be able to even get reimbursed by a very open-minded employer. Like, oh, well, you went to Vegas and you got some Oh, playing. like the same Here's... employers that, that they're saying they're going to pay, pay their staff to go have an abortion. Those same sort of ones like that. Right, they that, yeah. Well, <coughs> well, that would be yeah, gender equality, right. wouldn't it? If we pay the girls to kill babies, we should pay the men to go travel and attempt to make it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you're, if you're a woman saying that, you know, you, you, uh, you, you need to abort this baby because you don't want to be uh, inconvenienced, well... Then can't a grown man abandon his family for the same reason? I would think that, so. absolutely. That seems yeah. logical. I to think me. that's pretty fair, isn't it? That seems logical when yeah. you look at it. I mean, anyway, I was just thinking that. Um, anyway, Kathy, um, the reason that we've called the gang together is your your latest book, The Menu. Very catchy title, by the way. Thank did you, you come up Thank with that uh, in the shower, or uh, how did uh, you... probably how did on you a motorcycle ride, or or looking right. at black cocks? Probably like, <laughs> hey, that... wait a minute. Black cocks. Maybe oh, looking. Sure maybe looking. Yeah. Looking at black cocks while you're on a motorcycle. Yeah. Ride. Hang on. Let me. Can I? Can I do something incredibly rude first? Go to the bathroom no. and flush. Can the I go to the bathroom before we do this? Before I get, I got, I get the right. interrogation. You go to the bathroom. Right. Right. You guys, you guys, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about you behind, behind your, back. your back. Yes. Behind your back. Yeah. Okay. Be fine. Is he gone? Is he gone? I think so. Either that, he's listening in to see what we say. He oh, are you not? Are you not in the same room? Game plan. No, 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 no. He's at his place. Oh, I thought you guys would hang out together. You know, and do this. yeah, yeah. Like... I was going to do that, but the technical aspects of that, I didn't want to deal with it. This is actually oh, is easier for the recording part of it, because otherwise we'd yeah. have to share a microphone and shit, and yeah, it was just going to be a pain in the ass. Well, when he was when he was talking about my gain, I. Uh... I thought that he was the one doing the recording, you see. Oh, yeah. No, uh, no. For the listeners listening, when I, when I came on, Cappy was complaining about my gain, which was apparently on my microphone. It wasn't like gains, like sick gains at the gym or something like that, but my gain. So I thought, I thought that he was the one doing the recording. Has he, has he got such an ear that's attuned to uh, podcasting that, that he can, because I wouldn't know. And I'm a musician. I've got no idea. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, he has no been idea. doing this a while. And you're, and the other thing is you're usually a little hot, because, but because it's just you and me, I can turn you down on my side. 
But again, Cappy can't turn you, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, it's not surprising he noticed. But All I mean, right, no, so you I'm sound a little really hot. good now. And you, I'm sure the listeners are lost. See, this, this is the part of the podcasting I hate is when I'm listening to them. Can, can you hear me? Wow, you know, my gain was a uh, little yeah. hot. Did you know I'm 3.7 inches from my microphone? Hey, guys, just shut up and either make jokes or complain, but I don't want to hear about your microphone. I'd rather yeah. hear about black cock than microphones, honestly. Really? I mean, anything is better than listening to podcasters talk about their podcasting gear. It's like when you're, it's like when you're, a, a, you're a band and you're setting up and it's, you know, check one, right. two, and in the background, oh, the drummer's God. going, ba-doom, chick, 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 ba if you look at the Fiend phone window with the image graphic there, it sure oh, does yeah. look like a guy sucking it, a black cock. It does look it? like it does, that, yeah. It? He's not I mean, happy about it either. No. No. It's, he's probably in prison, and this is his first day. <laughs> I mean, who designed that for them? Is that why the guys at that, Fiend phone quit? That was, is a terrible graphic. <laughs> That's an awful it, graphic, isn't it? Yes, I mean, if you is. just showed that to someone and didn't tell them that it was for a microphone thing and said, what's that? You yeah, guys do actually like know what that is, though, in all seriousness. That's a button. You click the button so you can cough because it mutes you. Oh, that's a cough button. That's your cough button. Is it? Yes. I never knew that. Hang on. Can I click that? Yes. If you did, did you guys hear me cough there or no? No. So, it yeah, says ack. Oh, okay. You got to hold it down. Hold it down. Ack. Yeah, look at that. Boy, great one. You yeah, find some right. of the greatest software. How is this not a multi-billion dollar corporation like well, Microsoft? How did what's amazing, it? what's amazing about it is when you it do it, the white guy, the white guy turns black yes. and the cock turns white. Right. Yes. See, so it's like a transracial oh thing. This is way more <laughs> fucking woke and advanced than anything from Skype. See, this is so this far is ahead great. of the curve. You guys can't catch up with it. The Black wow. Cock episode. This is yes. great. This is, that's, yeah. yeah. Black Cock episode. Black Cock episode. Um, I'm writing that down. So the menu, very catchy. Uh, I've got some notes I've written here, Cappy. Hmm. Holy shit, uh, you took notes on the book. I actually read the book properly yesterday. I've been skimming, coming back to it and stuff like that, but I read it yesterday. It didn't take me too long. Um... <laughs> And uh, so I think the general thing I've got is is that I I don't like this book. <laughs> you don't have to like the book. I really don't like this book. I can see why feminists shot it to number one on Amazon. <laughs> yes, and yeah. <laughs> which is great because you just want to sell books, right? Or black yes, cock, depending and... on what you're talking about. Or books about black cock. Yeah. Books about black cock, books about black cock, or, or trying to pick up chicks by saying you want to make love to them. Think yep. about that one for your next book. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So before I... <laughs> love tell, poems tell, by Cappy. Love poems I think you by... should do that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure out there somewhere there is maybe maybe a dozen girls who maybe have not thrown away my poems. And if I were to become big and famous, they might dig through their, you know, box they've had packed ever since they left college 
and they might find, oh my God, this is this is the Aaron Clary of Blackcock.com mm. fame. Blackcock.com. Yeah, and yeah. oh my God, it, it's yeah. worth something. He signed it, and here's his. No, I, yeah. But aside from that, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think. Okay. Uh, All right. No. Um, look, before I, I dissect the book, what, do, do you want to give a bit of a, a brief uh, for the for the listeners? Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, what, tell tell us what your what was your motivation to to write this one? Well, the motivation is a buddy of mine killed himself. Um, and that was the dedication at the start. That was the dedication at the first, right? <clears throat> and then, of course, there was a, a financial incentive and all that. Uh, but a tertiary reason was that, uh, based on that Morgan Stanley report that's making the rounds, uh, about half the women in about eight short years are not going to be married or have children uh, of marrying age. And mm. that has ramifications when half of one half the population doesn't want to have relations or will not have relations with the other half. And since that was the fundamental foundating or foundational purpose of the human race was to <clears throat> get together, marry, have kids when the other half of the population is not that interested, it's not going to happen. There has to be a, uh, an awareness, uh, an acknowledgement of that. And then uh, consequently a, well, what do we do a plan B if we're not going to get married and have kids and form families. And so that was my incentive to write it uh, because obviously I'm in, I'm in that position. I'm in that industry or sphere or however you want to call it because a lot of, well, all boys are interested in girls, uh, but if half the girls are not going to be interested in marriage, uh, we might want to prepare young men uh, for that inevitability. So that was the incentive to write the book. Okay. Um, so, and great one, please, you know, come in with your, uh, that just, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll take it in turns, me and great one, I think, to make it so it's not just a, a one-sided affair, okay? So, I think, for me, I would call this book the ultimate atheist's manual. That's how I would describe this book. Hmm. Um, and you're basically laying it out you i would say there's three parts of the book you got your, your general sense of general topics and then you go topics for girls and topics for boys which are the same topics but with a different slant on each of one of how they should approach it to basically live alone that's that's mm -hmm. and and to have a meaningful life right correct to the yeah not necessarily alone but you know you have family and community in there as well but sure. without a spouse certainly yes yes um uh, and it's interesting that because I, I think I was talking, I don't know who I was talking to about recently. It might have been the great one. Uh, we, did a, we did a podcast a couple of days ago. We haven't put that one out yet because <clears throat> the great one's lazy. Um, <laughs> and uh, is he still there? He's not reacting to my... To my I was no, I've been called worse by there. better. It wasn't react oh, worthy. Wow, wow. Uh, you're, a, you're a good guy, great one. You're a good guy. Oh, poor shit. Now I know you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> now uh, listen, you've got a, you've you can got throw a, a dead hooker off a bridge here, but you can't have a drink. You can't have it right, but just can't be drunk while doing it. Oh no! <laughs> uh, for, uh, for all the kiddies listening out there, I didn't actually throw a dead hooker off a bridge. All right, but she you was did, alive did when a, she went down. Right? Oh, I was going to see you threw a gay guy off the bridge, and no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I've been, I've been waiting to see them falling off buildings you know spontaneously since i've been here and it just hasn't happened it's been a great disappointment anyway um the first thing i'd say about this book is it's it's all wrapped around our current secular reality yeah uh, yes 
So what if the current reality then changed overnight, like, for example, what's happened in the Ukraine? I, I would say in the Ukraine that women who are after a career and had believed all the bullshit are probably re-evaluating their life choices right at this moment. Um, and, you know, we're kind of going through some... Looks like we're going through some bumpy economic waters and stuff like that. Um, and what do, you, what do you think about that aspect of it? Well, yeah, no, I mean, it, the book is based on the current uh, environment <clears throat> or the forecasted environment. And if that would change, just like any you know, stock investments or career choices, you would change tactics and strategies. But until that environment changes, and if that forecast uh, manifests and comes true, uh, at minimum, men should at least have the thought experiment or prepare themselves psychologically for that environment. I mean, certainly you, you can't like, oh, nope, I'm going to whatever, uh, uh, bet red all the time. And uh, well, maybe you want to bet black a little bit. So you should be adaptable. Your, your, your strategy and choices should change as your environment changes. But mm -hmm. for now, because this is a very real possibility, I say it is reality now, it, it will help you to kind of uh, prepare or anticipate the possibility that women are just not going to be that interested in marriage and forming families or a certain percentage of, of women will be and consequently a certain percentage of you will not be getting married so the, yeah obviously the, if the environment the changes change your, yeah. your strategy but I, I think you should you should prepare a little bit you know like i hope the economy doesn't collapse but i bought crypto anyway and i got silver and i have guns and bullets so it's kind of like that the advice that you give let's say i want, I want to focus actually not on your advice to men in this book but it, your advice to women mm -hmm. so your advice to women in this in this book um uh, purely is there to reinforce the current narrative i mean if we're complaining that women don't want to get married and have kids but you're in the book telling them that a career is going to be their legacy mm -hmm. and that a women's value to society is is their profession then it just sounds like you've bought into the whole the whole the whole Shtick. current paradigm. Hmm. Uh, are you are you just saying? Listen, I'm going to be completely um, uh, with. The, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, I'm, I'm losing my English language because I've, I've been speaking or, Arabic. Yeah, know, so much. empirical yeah. or well, passionate. Uh, no, none of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely not, not compassionate. Impassionate, impassionate. Cynical. I would say cynical. cynical. Oh, okay. Cynical is uh, and just saying, well, this is the reality, so suck it up and let's turn the dial up to 11, you know? <laughs> if, you're gonna, right. if you're gonna be completely materialistic or you, you're gonna be in this secular world which is only based on what you can have in the here and now, then let's, let, let's do it properly. That's what this book seems to me. Let's really embrace the, embrace, embrace the individualism because this book is basically saying that, I mean, you mentioned family, you mentioned religion a couple of times and friends and community, but you're basically saying, you know, get what you can, I suppose. Right, right. And, and for the women's menu, for the men, <clears throat> I provide a little bit more meaning, purpose, um, and um, what's the word? Depth, I guess. I, I really do try to like that. But when it came to the women's menu, it, it's a very simple answer. You can't get them to listen to anything but what they want to listen to. And I kind of came up with, uh, came to an epiphany or an observation or an acceptance uh, all past year or two where we, we can, 
you know, like tell the kid to eat his broccoli. If he ain't going to open up his jaw, he ain't going to eat the broccoli. And with and you have to view that more as like a handicap or a, a, a mental impairment. They are just not capable of eating their broccoli. They women will not accept anything that they don't want to accept. And when you consider that handicap, I can't teach him Schopenhauer. I can't teach him, you know, I, I put it in there, maybe go try religion, da, 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 da. But if we're going to operate from the premise that women aren't, they're not wanting to get married, they don't want to get married, they want nothing to do with men or children. If they do, it's only in, in kind of a, um, a materialistic purchasing, check the, the box type of sense. Then what what is their brain going to be receptive to? And the only thing they're going to be receptive to is, is kind of hope. And, and hope is horrible. It never materializes into actual productive uh, production yeah, you, or you, happiness you or mentioned that You mentioned that at the start that hope, uh, hope is not an action plan. Is that what, that's what you said? That's the great yeah. one who always says that, yeah. Yeah, but, that's what but you said. What, what what I, I, wrote, I wrote that down. You said that in your book. But the thing is, is that, is that religion teaches you that hope is an action plan. <laughs> so, okay, but, yeah. right, which is a separate argument, but as it, <laughs> as it pertains to the women, women are, let's put it this way, they're very much like heroin addicts. They're only going to buy heroin. They're not interested in sobering up. They're not interested in an alternative lifestyle. It's they're committed to this lifestyle. So what is it that's going to give them their lifestyle, or their happiness or contentment? I don't think they'll ever achieve happiness and let alone contentment. But OK, here's what it is. Here's what you're going to do. And a lot of this is just simply reiterating, perhaps purifying and, and, and increasing the concentration of what feminists have been telling women uh, the entire time, career spirituality, uh, self-love. You even tell women in this book to get into politics, which uh, which left me absolutely stunned considering right. that's it, where most of our problems it, have come from. It's, it's but. not, but you're operating from the wrong, you think this is for the benefit of society. It is a very self-serving uh, that's uh, that's what I was looking for. Cynical wasn't really there. Self-serving, yes. That's, right, self-serving. Yeah. And it has to be because I don't think they're capable of selflessness, altruism, uh, thinking of others, uh, certainly in the Western world. Uh, and so what all I can do is sell them themselves in, in an inward-looking uh, uh, philosophy. And, and, and so, I, think, you know, I think in relation to that, and I'm being completely genuine here, I'm not being sarcastic or insincere or anything like that. This is, this is Sincerity 101. I think this is one of the saddest books I've ever read. I, really I concur. Do. It's one of the saddest books I've written. I, I think I think it has to be. If, if if you've written a book that's sadder than this, you know I'll be I'll be jumping over the bridge after her. Yeah, um, this this one is this one is a, is I think it's a damning indictment of of our society. I think you've I think it's a valuable book because you've actually I don't think you should I think people should buy this book, but not to help their lives. I think I think you should, they should buy this book to really understand how how far we've all fallen that, that yeah that's... we ab absolutely i mean it 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 can paint that but it also i think is practical for men i mean it's going to be practical for girls where it's like okay here mollify yourself let's just and i'll admit right up front the women's menu is nothing but drugs it's just drugs to mollify yourself sometimes literally like in booze or whatever else uh, but through, I, I hate to call it religion, uh, because that is somewhat legitimate and sincere, but more spirituality. Go believe but in your chakra self crystals. Help, self self help, help. Well, even self-help has some authenticity where, like, you improve yourself. No. Um, 
Well, like, yeah, if you go to the gym and work out, it does. Uh, but I, I cannot, what I think the book paints is, you're right, is where it's like, all right, now we are only going to be into ourselves and inward looking and kind of giving the finger to society and throwing love out for just looking at ourselves in a, in a mirror. I guess the book would be ultimately a narcissistic book, especially as it pertains to, to the women's menu. But, but I would, I would uh, pose to people listening, yeah, what else, was, what, what else could we possibly do? You're not going to get women to be not myopic, to start thinking outside of themselves. It's just not happening. Um, the amount of infrastructure and investment that has gone into programming uh, young and now not so young women uh, with a life See, philosophy I've... of themselves, it's, it's not going to be uh, dislodged. And, I've been and, out of the game. I've been out of the game for fifteen years. Yeah, so I was I was married for eleven years. I was with my ex-wife for eleven years, and it's been four years since since she uh, torpedoed the marriage. And I, I have ignored women at, since since then. I haven't I haven't had any uh, any dalliances at all. Not even gone on a date. So I just I just for fifteen years I'm completely out of the game. Is it that bad out there? Yes. Yes. Yes, because, I mean, great one single, but I have my clients coming in and all of these talking to younger people. Um, but just also, you know, open up your eyes and just walk down the street. Um, you guys may be interested in a video I did uh, two, three videos ago called Women Just Don't Like You That Much. And my old man, and it, it kind of, I had heavy suspicions toying with this philosophy. But when my old man comes in, says, do girls even like guys anymore? And I'm like, what? Uh, and he's like, they're dressed for shit. They pierce that, da, 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 all this. Other, they look like crap. He didn't use those words. And then you got to stop and look like, yeah, girls, it is that bad. Girls don't like guys. They really don't. Not in the West. Now, of course, in 300 million Americans, I'm sure there's traditional girls, blah, blah. But as a general policy, if you look at women's behavior as a macro national nationwide whole, they do not want anything to do with men. And if it is, you better be creme de la creme, top of the thing. But even then, they're still going to be, well, I got my career and this and that. You better look out. And be, I mean, they're so delusional. Think about this. Think how far gone you have to be to think that big is beautiful. It, 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 you know, wait, 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 wait. Big's not beautiful? What are you exactly. saying? What exactly. are you saying, mate? Like, oh, that... no, I've got to take that night commercial poster down with a big fat chick <laughs> on it. She's so great. I can just imagine a big black cock getting right into her. And let me let me run another thing. Have you guys convinced, in all the years we've been on the internet, have you convinced one girl to think differently? Have you? I've convinced and, them to have sex on with me. Okay, well, that's <laughs> right. That's a wrong mistake with the, one, with the making love. Uh, it, it, maybe we have. We have convinced girls to, like, temporarily. But there has been no fundamental change. It's only gotten worse. And if, if you just look around, take in the circumstantial evidence, it's like, okay, all right. And it's got it's to the point where I wonder if women ever really like men that much to begin with. Uh, and if you kind of go down that road <clears throat> where they've who always cares been beheld. Women like? I, I, it's I, like, I'm, it's I'm like not, saying, I'm, how do you I, make, make an orga a woman I, orgasm? Who cares? I care because <laughs> I'm trying to sell the book to them. That's uh, why I care. And if listen, you go down this very dark path, it's it's sad. I mean, I'm I'm upfront and honest about it in the dis, uh, disclaimer part of the chapter up front. Like, hey, this isn't all about morals and ethics. This is what women want. I'm. It, it, it's basically 
there's a menu, like the metaphorical I menu. Is, I don't think it is what women want. I mean, no, I was okay. talking to a great one. I was talking to a great one on the podcast a few days ago. So spoiler alert, everyone. But I was basically making the analogy that women are like dogs. You know, uh, if you've got a, a, a dog that knows its boundaries, it knows what it can do and can't do, happy dog. If you've got a dog that has no boundaries, the dog tries to find the boundaries, and that's where you have lots of problems and a very unhappy dog. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, women are the same. Women are the same. And, and, and your book presents a world for women completely without boundaries, right. where it's a menu. It's a menu where they can go and do whatever they want. So you're, a woman that would follow the advice in this book would be guaranteed to go insane, I think. Right. Okay. Is there any chance to get them to go the other way? I think I think the only way is 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 this is what's happened in the Ukraine. What I'm saying before, right? That An economic war collapse. So shit, until that if happens, the shit hits the fan. Right. If the shit hits the fan, <laughs> right? You know. So you should know? we start start, start wars shit. to get our women? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got to we go... we've got to we've got to turn yes. those fans on and start collecting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, human refuse products. Do I think I, that's what we need to should do. Should we go co-op some Russian nukes and launch it against L.A. so we're back in dark time? Look, and here's the other thing. Let, let me ask this. After a while, like, how much are we going to be our, in this case, sister's keeper? For God's sake, I'm, I don't want to, like, oh, convince women to make the – I'm done, man. I'm fucking done. I, I've tried, I've made the arguments to stop at the education bubble, the housing bubble, the dot-com bubble, getting – hey, be thin – I'm done. They're not receptive. They're not going to listen. There's no reason for them to listen. And they won't listen until there is truly, genuinely, horrifically bad economic times or so an basically, all-out war. Basically, two or three generations, we've just got to, we've just got to say they're, they're done. They're, they're, right. They're, they can't be safe. So the Gen Y, millennials... Uh, Gen Z, it's, it's, all, it's all over for them. It, it's over. It never sense. was. It never sense. was. Right. And, and, and look at them. I mean, look at the young ladies today that are presumably in their prime time to get married and start families. They're obese. 70% of people are overweight in the U.S. And that's younger people as well. Uh, mm. I mean, this, of course, we could criticize the men, too. They're, they're weak soy boys. They live at home. They're not real men. I, I understand that. Uh, but the women have, if you look at their behavior, and the number one thing uh, uh, to... Uh, showing interest in getting married and having kids is if you're going to be physically beautiful because that at least acknowledges that men demand beautiful svelte in, in a physically attractive women they are going completely against that if not they're priding themselves off it and they certainly find it disgusting and beneath them if they're ooh ever get in shape to impress it that's the current mentality among these young women now are you going to sit them down from kindergarten to, to seniors in high school and then four years on top of it and counter-propagandize them for, what is that, 17 years? So now they're 35. Are we aiming for them at 35? Or can we just admit way too much propaganda and investment in installing this feminist version 5.0 operating system in their mind? It's not going to be dislodged. It's going to take too long. They're gone. And I, I'm no neurologist or any guy who's uh, savvy on neuroscience, but I got to imagine that after a quarter century of having a particular belief set, you're kind of anchored in that. It's kind of cemented and unchangeable.
or, or I don't know how neuroplasticity ideology is. Well, uh, there are big what, words that I don't understand, but I think what you're trying to say is they're fucked. Yeah, they are fucked. Yeah. There's no yes. hope for them. There's, there's, well, there is hope because the only thing that their brains are, are, are programming and conditioned to want is just more of the feminist stuff. And what I try to do is within that framework say, all right, look, I know you don't want men because that's the whole premise. It's like we're not getting married. So what is left in life? And with that handicap where you're not going to fall in love, you're not going to have children, what is left? And the only thing that technically left is yourself. Now, I admit, again, I make accommodations for others, friends, uh, fraternal orders. Uh, things like that. But for women, it's it's really just more of the same. But I try to say, okay, if, if you want this lonely, absent men life, no children, no family, here's what you got. And that is what they got. Uh, and yes, it is sad and it's dark and it's macabre, but that's it. And I think, but we What's have to just feedback? go. What's the feedback been like from chicks? Very little. Got... I've, I've tried marketing it to women because you will admit it is a very pro-feminist a book in that regard, correct? Well, didn't it hit the bestseller feminist thing on Amazon that's, briefly? That's because I tagged it as that. And and then I it, it, that was more of a joke. Like, it wasn't feminists oh, buying it. It was uh, predominantly my audience of men buying it because they're yeah. like, well, geez, I like girls. What what do I got to do? I got to prepare for this. <laughs> I get the so girls! I, I, and here's what's funny. I've tried to market this to girls. I tried to, like, go to Jezebel.com. I've tried to market it to different women. And women oh. want nothing to do with it because I'm a male author. <laughs> like, I, I, why, don't, one... why don't you why don't you change your name to uh, like some like the the name of the of the sure. fat obese black woman on the Nike commercial where she's uh, you in know, hot Sh pants? Shaniqua Shabubu, Jezebel, yeah, like yeah whatever. Then, I, then, I guess and, I could, yeah. And then relaunch it. I mean, you right. you launched a, a previous book under someone else's name. Why wouldn't you do That's that? For, I think you should. I think you should seriously consider relaunching this and uh, give you, yourselves the names uh, Boo Boo Twinklewink. I, I, I could, but uh, I got other projects I want to work on. Um, it would Not be nice to break into the into the female audience and just essentially feed them poison and feed them drugs. I mean, you guys might not lo you might not know this, but I write women's romance novels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how's it work? Is it is it good? You making money? I get a lot of money. Okay, good. I I could do that. I guess that's but a lie. I don't, I'm not doing uh, that. Okay, well, yeah, I'd rather write a comic book and a western. Because he, it, it's all right. How much do I want to write about uh, self-aggrandizement and self-love and selfishness? And, and well, you've uh, just done a whole book on it. I know. I don't want to do it. It's very depressing to write this stuff. Uh, and and it, would, it would kind of be repeating it. And I, I would try maybe different ways to market to girls and, and buy advertising on it. But um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really in it for the money at this point. I'd rather go and have fun. So maybe yeah. there's a way to get it out to a female audience. Uh, I tried my hand at it. Uh, when you're willing to offer money on established female websites or feminist websites, I should say, and they never get back to you, it's kind of like, all right, you know, well, I... They probably uh, look wait, you up on the wait, internet. Women never get back to you? Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> they have... They have no business acumen. Can you imagine that I'm these websites shocked. are not profitable? Can you imagine? Well, hang on uh, a sec. I, I emailed your mate Terrence Pop twice asking yeah. to buy stuff on his thing, and he never got back to me. Yeah, Pop Pop is, is uh, for he's lack a of woman, a better word, obviously. retarded, and I he's love him. He's like a bro he's a brother. He is – that's why he has Blake his handler. Blake well, is the Blake, business Blake his handler is pretty fucking useless Okay, too. then I got to get Blake on it as, as well. 
But yeah, Pop is busy being Pop, and he knows that. I think he also sustained some mental injuries uh, in the war, uh, so he's. Okay. But that, yes, that, that, that criticism that can be leveled. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. That, that criticism can be leveled against like many people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a woman. But the, the book notes. itself, the book is yeah. very practical for men going into the future. It just, it's just it's one regret. It's got some good stuff in it for the guys. Uh, I, I really think that this book is an uh, amalgamation of your all of your other books, and you've you've condensed it down to the core. Uh, like as an example, you've got stuff in there from Reconnaissance Man. Uh, it's quite it's quite obvious. Uh, mm. You haven't you haven't taken stuff. You haven't copied and pasted, but the ideas. The ideas there, the stuff that you've got between um, uh, a lot of the stuff about um, uh, professions and that sort of stuff for guys is really good. And I can see that you've you've really you've really just stripped down and condensed a whole bunch of stuff that you've written before. Mm. And I think I think in, on that on that practical sense for guys, this book can be valuable. But I think I think. I think as someone who returned to the church that this book is very valuable to say that this is what your life is like without God. That's, that's oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and you yeah. read it. I mean, I'm very pro-religion. I mean, I, I, I was just like, you know, because I wish I could be religious. Uh, because you do have a God. You do have answers. You do have a relationship, even though the world may have abandoned you and, and the opposite sex wants nothing to do with you. So religion is absolutely, uh, if not the the... Uh, I would say ultimate solution when society wants nothing to do with you, you at least have your God, and that's good. Uh, but there's going to be secular readers, the guys who just simply don't believe, and uh, then you're just like, okay, what on the what earthly goals and philosophies and other things can we pursue? And so I think in, in the men's like, look, if if women want to be intellectually honest and they want to feel better, they would. Nothing's preventing women from ordering from the men's menu. It's just that I know women are like, no, I'm going to eat ice. I want to order ice cream and cake, ice cream and cake. I'm like, well, here's the here's the dessert menu. And that's essentially what I've given women. It's the dessert menu. Here's your selfishness. Here's yourself. Here's your mirror. Here's your dildo so you can masturbate to yourself. Go. Go and do. But uh, I think rib, the men's menu, for her pleasure. Like, right. for her pleasure. Rib, exactly. But the men's menu is is absolutely much healthier for the mind, and I think will get you the best life you possibly can, absent falling in love and having a family. Le legit. Well, uh, absolute finding God. Uh, now you've been a um, a, a uh, famous um, on our side of the internet anti MGTOW uh, protagonist. And you've had some, you've had you've had some very entertaining uh, run-ins uh, with the MGTOW community over the years. Some of them have been yeah. hilarious, um, but it seems to me like you've written the ultimate book for MGTOWs. I've I've never been anti-MGTOW. What I was against was virgin towels, where weak men, who were sixteen <clears throat> and never asked a girl out, say, "You yeah, fuck these bitches. They're never gonna do it." They just use it as an excuse to not hit the gym or or achieve or excel in life. Mm. Uh, and so that's where I call them virgin towels. I am I am uh, very MGTOW. I have gone my own way. I did my own thing, and I've I've de I don't know if, you know I don't define everything, but how I define MGTOW is a reprioritization of your life priorities. Well, women are not at the top. That doesn't mean women aren't there, and you don't get laid, or you don't even isn't, fall in isn't love. Isn't that or should be? Isn't that how? I mean, if you look at how uh, like uh, Rollo and um, 
and uh, Royce's uh, Chateau Hartiste's uh, writings not to make women your uh, mission. You've got to have right. your mission and that sort of stuff. So that's, that's uh, I think that's always, in the Red Pill community, that's always been a, a fundamental part of it. The right. retail guys just took it too far and, as you said, blame women for all of their of their fuck-ups, mistakes. and Exactly. They use it as an head. excuse. Exactly. Because yeah. you yeah. saw it. I mean, like, right when it was coming out, you like, and this was when you start peering behind the curtain a little bit and you start seeing who these people were. You met them in the real world. And it's like, no, you obviously are using that as an excuse to cope with the fact you're too cowardly and too fat and you didn't ask out girls, which is why I'm like, look, you got to have some kind of veteran status. You had to be out there in the field asking girls out, getting shot down, dealing with the bullshit so you could actually appreciate it. These academics, these perma virgins who come in like, yeah, fuck that shit, girls are fucking horns. And so, so that that was my main complaint. So, And then what you found out is because of the backlash, just what a high percentage of the MGTOW community was these basement-dwelling perma virgins versus actual people like, I don't know, got laid, said fuck this shit, and then decided to go for a lifelong motorcycle ride or start their company or actually metamorphosized and galvanized into real men. So that and and it's I'd I'd say it's at least sixty percent virgin towel, forty percent legit. But I I am I am legitimately MGTOW. I'm not anti MGTOW. I am totally against people abusing it uh, as an excuse and a crutch, so you don't have to try in life. The problem is, I think the virgin towels are the ones who make the most noise in that community. So correct, um, yeah. they drown out anyone who might have a half a brain but most legit MGTOWs just go their own way they wouldn't like really care they'd be too busy no, they, fishing or riding a motorcycle spend, across australia yeah they don't spend their time yelling at people on the internet right so, right it's, it's what they do. Well, we do um but they right, don't right <laughs> yeah we're different we're special well <laughs> i mean we've got we're not you know, like i mean MGTOWs. i Exactly. I don't ask women to make love to me anymore. I ask them if they've read my latest blog post. You know? Is that the liner? And Is that the opening liner? That's, that's that, actually that, not a that bad works, one. I'm going to try that. works that. just next, as well. Next time I hit yeah, on a girl, I'm going to say, well. hey, have you read Adam Piggott's latest blog post? I'm going to see if that gets me no, It's late. about your own. Have you read? I've got a blog, you know, and I, I scream at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> i got to use that. Have you read my latest book? Uh, I can't talk uh, to you until you read my latest book. Yeah. This book, yeah. Have you until you're invested book? in me, I can't get you a coffee. I'll tell you a funny one. Uh, after I got divorced, because I, I was in the Netherlands, and there was a... Well, let's just say I've known a few Dutch girls in my time, and there was one in particular that I was that I was still disposed to, and I still got all their contacts. So I sent her off an email. I said, hey, you know, I'm in the Netherlands. I'm not, not going to say I just got divorced. Right, right. You want to catch up? And, uh, and she went, oh, did you ever write? She emailed me back immediately. Oh, Adam, great to hear from you. This is really exciting, blah, blah, blah. Hey, did you ever, did you ever, emails back and forth. Did you ever write that book? I said, oh, yeah, here's a link to my website. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. and, uh, you should have like, told me uh, you wanted to make love. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, no, actually, I didn't. I didn't even link it to the website. I linked it to Amazon. I said, "Yeah, yeah, the books are on Amazon." But through Amazon, you can obviously find my website. And she got back to me like a day later and went, uh, "Your views are fundamentally <laughs> <laughs> different. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Don't ever call me again." <laughs> wow. And I, and I was like, I didn't even get a chance to ask her if she wanted to make love to me, you know? Ah. Well, she just Good thrown her off a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all that, all that got cheated, I did. <laughs> all that typing. Do you, out of curiosity, do you, I mean, given the current 
mentality. Shouldn't you just? Shouldn't, wouldn't it just be wise to have like a a complete different alias? Like, shouldn't every man just kind of have something like, oh, I work as a ad, IT admin for a nonprofit. Uh, shouldn't that just kind of be? Oh, I'm the accountant. Take your current profession, but it's at a nonprofit, and kind of go with that. Like, don't don't well, tell them the truth. That you don't really need to know. Well, that. people just have to look you up. I mean, the great one's fine because no one's you know he's not he doesn't walk up to well I hope he doesn't walk up to girls and say I'm not hi I'm the great one. Simbitsource.com. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but you know, you and I both have stuck our names on our work. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's that's like I said, I'm not looking for chicks. So I've yeah. I've been I've been down here in Saudi Arabia. I've been here eight months, and I think I've had four marriage proposals, serious ones. What time? Women or their their brothers trying to get their their daughter their hooked mothers, up with you or something? Their mothers, mothers, their really? mothers trying to hook me up with their daughters, big time, big time. And one of the daughters was hot. <laughs> oh my lord, she was hot. Nine out of ten. Absolutely stunning. 21, 22, fully sure. into marrying me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was fully up for it. There was this little tricky part that I had to convert to Islam. Ah. Uh, always a catch. Well, you're pro-religion, aren't you? I mean, you got to find God. Yeah, Allah was waiting yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. But I, I don't know if you read my uh, latest, one of my latest posts, Kathy. You don't read my website anymore. But uh, I'm out of Saudi. I'm out of Saudi next week. Oh, so, uh, where are you off contract. to now? Are you not apt to say? No, no, contract has concluded. Uh, hmm. So I'm, I'm jumping back to the Netherlands for a few days to sort a few things out. And then I'm going back to northern Italy to hang out there for the summer with my mates and uh, help a buddy out. And then I've got, got a few options. I'm just not sure. I don't need to work for a while after working down here because mm -hmm. uh, you don't pay tax in Saudi. Um so uh, it's been it's been very profitable, but uh, yeah, I've got I've got a few ideas, but I'm not sure which way I'm going to jump at this point. Did you uh, did you enjoy your experience down there? Not that you'd lived down there, but I mean, was it? I'm sure it was different, or you gained something from it. I loved it. I think this has been the the most interesting place I've visited. Uh, hmm. It's it's nothing like what the mainstream media uh, painted out to be, which is you'd think that I wouldn't need to be reminded of that before I came, but. Like, I'll give you one example. The police here are the friendliest, easiest going police I've ever seen in the world. Just absolutely, a couple of roadblocks, and I'm like, hey guys, oh, how are you going? Blah, 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 blah. Just easy, very proud of their country, very friendly, very hospitable. The women are funny. Uh, it's, not, it's not anything like what, what you, you think it's to, made out to be. The infrastructure is good. All the shops, same shops down here, and a lot more better ones. Um, the driving. Are, are there crazy. any? Are there any full-grown Democrat adults shitting in the streets, or do they frown on that? There's no homelessness. There's no beggars. Uh, it's uh, there's a bit of. Uh, it's not. It's not clean. Clean. I think Bahrain's a lot cleaner than Saudi. There's a lot of, a lot of plastic on the roads here. Hmm. Uh, there's no crime at all. There's no crime. You you, you just. You could leave your wallet on top of your car, it'll be there all day. A, a guy I was working really? with dropped his passport, and uh, and it was a passport nationality that you could get $10,000 for, and it, it got handed back in to the hotel. Wow. Um, it's um, it's the, safest, the safest country I've ever lived in. You can go anywhere, any time of day or night, no problem. It sounds like Japan a little bit. 
Yeah, uh, um, uh, yeah, but the thing is here is that is that um, I suppose it is Japan. It's because that Japan has a lot of cultural restrictions on its people as well. That Correct. as Westerners we mm. can't easily identify a lot of the time. Um, here you can easily identify it. <laughs> well, I, I presume non-Muslims are not allowed certain places. I, I would just expect that in that country. I don't. Right? I've I've never found one of those. Huh. It, it I just sounds tried like to walk into a mosque, but you, uh, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like it's like this really nice, quiet uh, bar or restaurant that only mature adults are allowed into. Like this is where the responsible adults live. It's clean. It's quiet. It's law-abiding. Everybody's very mature. I don't have to hear and listen to like loud-ass rap music and look at fat land whales no. walking by buying the There's shit at walmart that. no tattoos no, no pink no hair tattoos, i'd imagine no yeah. pink hair no feminists no fags no uh no pride month or anything like that it just, oh, it's been so nice i i i think do they do they do they bother you i mean is there any are they okay Everyone's, let me ask this the advertisements are there good looking people on the advertisements yeah, in the building yeah, okay there are. yeah there are they're good good looking people not wearing ninja suits and the the, uh, the bureaucrats and public servants here are the friendliest in the world. Like when you drive across the bridge to Bahrain, which is a separate country, but it's right next to where I am, you've got to go through the borders there. And you probably have to go through like, I don't know, eight different checkpoints. And at every stop, there'll be a different thing. You get this piece of paper, then you go there, blah, 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 blah. Insurance for your car at one point, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Every single, every single person that it's just like, you stop and you're like, hi, and they go, hello, how are you today? Oh, good, I'm going to Bahrain for the first time. Oh, really? That sounds great. I hope you have a really nice time there. These, these are the public servants. These are the bureaucrats. Wow. You know? It's not Shaniqua at the DMV. <laughs> no. Taking six hours. No. Going to get her, get her vengeance on Whitey. And, there's, uh, I mean, there's, it's not perfect, obviously. I mean, there's the things on a, from a business perspective, it took us a long time to get things moving here. You've got so many hoops you have to jump through and that sort of right. thing. But they're, they're really trying to open their country up. They want to have, uh, they want to have mass, mass tourism here within, within five years. It's all, it's all set up for alcohol to be made legal. It's all ready to go. Mm -hmm. they're, just, they're just waiting to introduce it by stages. Um, so like two years ago, women got the right to drive. Uh, women now can choose whether or not they want to wear the full ninja outfit or the burkas, whatever it is. So you'll see quite a number of women walking around with their hair out and that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, they're, they're bit by bit uh, bringing it into modernity, but they don't want modernity to infect them, which is yeah, really I, uh, smart. Right. You want I, If I go to Saudi Arabia... I want to see Saudi Arabia. I don't want to like yeah. when I went to Cancun. It's so oh, this is Florida, but it just happens to be on Mexican territory. Yeah. I and I, for God's sake, I don't want them getting fat or bitchy or mean or loud. I just it just sounds like a place to go and actually relax and chill out a bit. Man, it's uh, it's it's obviously don't come in the summer because yeah. I the temperature I had fifty one degrees centigrade on my dashboard the other week, and I I didn't know numbers go that high. Uh, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but I think it's around 135. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. Okay, no, no. Um, and that was with a hot wind as well. Um, but in like uh, from uh, let's say November through to uh, to April, May, April, it's uh, it's really pleasant down here. 
Um, so I, uh, I think road trip. Oh, and by the way, you can come down here and do a road trip, get some motorbikes. What's that road trip Saudi Arabia, man? Fucking hell. What's cooler than that? It, it sounds wonderful. I, I might, I, maybe I will stop by in winter and check out Bahrain and UAE and, uh, in Saudi Arabia when I'm on my way out. So definitely, definitely. I've, I've, uh, I've enjoyed my time down here immensely. I'm really glad that I did it. Um, it was a huge challenge, uh, and that was one of the reasons that I did it. It was professionally, it was, it was a major, major challenge. Um, but uh, we managed to knock that one out of the park, which was great. Got the result we wanted, um, and uh, and now I'm. I just want to. I want to do something a little bit different. I've got an idea, but I'm not going to discuss it yet publicly until uh, until it's more concrete. Until mm. because the thing is with ideas, if you start blagging on about them before you've actually pulled the trigger, you tend to you tend to sabotage yourself a little bit. I find so. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think going to northern Italy. I mean, that's kind of your haven. You just like it, it out is. there, and you, yeah, it, it would be a good it time. Yeah. And it's so cheap to live up there, man. Like you can live really well you know, up in the Alps in northern Italy or anywhere in Italy apart from the big cities for about 10k a year easy no problem sounds nice yeah yeah so um, I just have to get the visa stuff sorted out because uh, I think it's a little bit tricky now that Brexit and that sort of thing but it'll, it should be fine so anyway yeah uh, that's what's going on but Saudi man great really great really great East Side Rapid City, I hear, is pretty pretty cool. Like you go on the East Side Rapid City, that's yeah. that's the bees knees out there. Well, you were talking that the chicks up in South Dakota are really, you know, hot shit. Oh God, they're horrible. They're just there was. I'm not joking at the cigar, the cigar lounge. Uh, uh, it, you know, it's true. I'm not. This is not. I'm not saying this for entertainment value. This is just descriptive and true. Uh, I met a, a fan from Omaha, Nebraska. He was in the in the Black Hills. He's like, how can I? Can we meet up? I'll bring you some Rooster Booster Light. I said, sure. So we met up at my cigar lounge, and um, I go in, and there is a a tent, a veritable tent, just drop dead gorgeous woman, blonde, thin, attractive, sitting by herself at the cigar lounge. And uh, if when I was a younger man, I would have immediately started coming up with a way to ask her out or talk to her or something like that. Uh, but as an older, wiser man, I'm like, what's wrong with this? Like, something is wrong. Um, and you could kind of see all the other guys. They weren't unnerved, but they knew, you know, they were getting 1 plus 1 equals 47. Like, we're, we're missing some huge piece of the mm. equation. And I never I never figured it out. didn't really have the incentive. But uh, when you see well, an incredible... Was she just sitting there smoking a cigar? What was she doing? Uh, yeah, she was having a cigar, and then she met a guy, and he kind of looked like a douchebag. He was nowhere near her her league, and about the only thing I could really come up with is maybe she was visiting her younger brother from and he was in college or working or something, and, and they were just hanging out because I looked at the guy. I'm like, that she's, you know, or she could. There's an outside chance she is a uh, escort from Denver. Some guys will fly girls up, or they'll drive up from Denver. Uh, but she didn't, you can't get escorts in South Dakota. It's not. It's you not can, possible. but you you know, you must not like teeth. Then uh, you, you must have a have a, oh, a, a fetish job. for you must have a fetish for gums, uh, okay. gum fetish. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. The, the 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 
Because all the meth they, rotted them out or something. Well, they're just they're just ugly women. That's all it is. There's there's you know there's some every once in a while there's an attractive gal, but they're really just not that attractive here. So uh, okay, they don't wear they're, they're dresses. Mostly, they're mostly Scandinavian stock from uh, <clears> South Dakota. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, but Scandinavians could get fat. Look at Minnesota. Uh, right. It yeah, there's just not. There's no pretty women here. They're just. So, great one. You've moved to a state with ugly women. Did Cappy yeah. warn you about this before you uh, came up? Or? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was that or staying okay, for Collins. Yeah, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, at least here I don't. They're not, like, running around being loud protesting, at least not that I've seen yet, which has been very nice. What's the, uh, what's the blue hair ratio like up there? It's not that bad. Is a great one. No. Um, no, I really haven't seen much blue. It's more around here. Pink and green are the hair colors of choice. I, I kind of meant the same thing. Like <laughs> when I said blue, it could be. It's basically any color that should not be on your head. Gotcha. Okay. I'd imagine it was it? higher in Fort Collins. Oh, yeah, much higher. Yeah. Here, the problem though, here is obesity. Yeah, obesity and tattoos. Even when I see one who's attractive, they're they're all tattooed. It's like fi seeing a white woman with no tattoos, regardless of how fat she is or what color her hair is. That's that's a rare spot. And another I think thing, tattoos really all fit into the narcissistic behavior sort of thing, don't they? With coupled with a, a great deal of I have no imagination. I, I also think it's uh, herd behavior because everyone's – if yeah. you're under 35, everyone gets everyone's a tattoo, the men tattoos. included. Yeah. Yep. It's, they're not that bright here. Um, they love America. They love their guns, but they aren't that bright. Um, and so the, the – and then so you, another so phenomenon. Fit in fine then. We fit in great. We're their yeah. leaders now. They said, That's oh, you yeah. don't have tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> We have IQs over 50, so. Yeah. You know. Oh, wow. Wow. Double digits, even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Coming but if you think about coming here, finding hot, about the only hot women, and this I did find in doing my research for the Book of Numbers, when you go into the rural areas, if you find a hot girl, online dating this is, they're invariably single moms because they got fucked in high yes. school. They don't know how. And so if you see a hot woman, uh, she usually has several kids in tow yeah. uh, with tattoos, but she, she is a single mom. Uh, mm -hmm. So that is, but by about the time they're above 35, they start, you know, cigarettes and get that hick look. Um, I don't know if, if there's an outback look back in Australia, but you look at them can't and you're kind of like, Can't huh? wait to get there. That sounds amazing. It, no, you, you come here to go hiking and have a good time and enjoy yourself. That's what you do, ride motorcycles. You do not come here to find a wife. It is. It just. There's no. Not really any any girls oh, here to hit on. Looking for a wife anyway. Um, now I, I read in the book that you want to go rafting down the Green and Colorado rivers. That I do. Like, yes. When you yeah. when whenever the COVID restrictions clear up, that you come visit for a significant amount of time, I'm absolutely all for that because I'm the house is set. I don't have any major uh, obligations. Um, I got my vacation time ending here in several days. But, yeah, if you're ready to come down, let me know. 
and let me know what I got to do to train up for that stuff. And yeah, but well, I do want to do that. I, I don't know if you've looked into the permit system for the Colorado, but it's very hard to get a permit to raft in the Colorado. It's a, it's a, it's an annual lottery. Okay. Uh, and uh, I've known people who have been on trying to get a permit for 10, 15 years. What about the Green River then? Now the Green River's fine. That's no right. problem. That's no problem at all. Uh, and do you do you have a place that you can rent all the equipment that you need? Have you already scoped that out? Or? No, I haven't. No, because I, I, I'm you're kind of like the the critical path on the Gantt chart to to do all this. So if you said yeah, let's do it, then I'd I'd go ahead and start looking into the logistics of we it. We can all. look at next summer. We can look at next. This is not going to happen, but we can look at next summer. If it's a, it's a paddle raft, which is what I prefer to, you, I need about at least another, uh, there gotta be about six of us, cause you need the weight in the boat to be able okay. to get through the rapids. Cause if you, if you just, if it was the three of us, we'd have to go with an oar frame. And uh, I was saying to the great one the other day, I've, I've done a fair bit of oar frame guiding. That's the oar frame's the big frame in the center of the raft. You got big two fuck off oars on either side. But I'm, I much prefer to, tap, to paddle guide, especially if I'm doing it blind, which means, you know, river for the first time so i don't know what's coming up around the bend that sort of thing okay um so so, yeah. so you need me to find three more men that have the time energy stamina and financial resources and freedom to do this right or I some think... strong independent women uh... <laughs> i think the great ones nailed it Listen, I mean, between our listeners, surely there's three guys who would be... No, would because be then we get these weird randos that don't shut up. Have you ever met your audience? No. Okay, well, <laughs> just, just be real careful. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, it's fun to be... You'll, you'll, you, it, I guarantee you all of our audiences are the same. It's either going to be really cool individuals like us, you know, like, oh, right. man, we got, we're doing things and we got stuff going on. Or it's traditionally, and this is understandable, younger guys who are just Spurgs, borderline retarded because their dads aren't fucking around and they just live vicariously. Like, oh my God, you're Aaron Cleary. It's like, look, kid, I, I fucking jerked off to porn. I'm a normal guy. I you bleed red blood. Porn? What's wrong with you? Back in the day. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm a normal guy. It's, and then they just like, well, do you want to do this? No, he's, no, like, he's not, listeners. No, he's not a normal guy. He writes anyway, love poetry. He's not. I like he love, love poetry. poetry. I make and love. he asks women to make love, love to him. You're right. And I have big black cocks on my website, which that is true. Uh, <clears throat> but we do not want to open this up. Like, I'm thinking uh, Sergeant Greg, right? Great one. You remember Sergeant Greg, yeah. right? He, he'd be a stable guy to have. I think Albuquerque Adam would be somebody to have. Well, we can't uh, have someone else called Adam on the trip. That yeah, that'll cause sense. problems. Oh yeah, that that would prevent the raft from going down. Right. Yeah. Okay. Adam, help save me. Which right. One? Exactly. <laughs> what I was thinking. Adam, help Too me. Too late. The wrong Adam. <laughs> yeah. But, Adam's yeah, gone overboard. Me... We'll have to debate. Well, which Adam which was maybe, it? Was it the Adam we maybe, need, or was it the Adam yeah. we don't need? Maybe the, the three of us should think of one other person in the manosphere that we'd each like to have on the boat. Okay. And pull them in. All right. Well, we'll we'll have one invite each. All right. One invite yeah. each. All That's right. six of us. All right. Mine yeah. will not be Rolo because he'll he'll stand us up. We'll be down to five. <laughs> I don't want to see Rolo anyway. I don't like that. Either. <laughs> All right. But you don't want me to invite optional Adam. Or, you know. Because no, you're no, critical just, Adam and he's no, disposable gotta, Adam. 
you've got to you've got to invite. We got to, you, you get one invite each. Mm. And first of all, the invite. All right, there's got to be a few ground rules. They've got to have two arms so they can paddle. Okay. Okay. And they. It's a pretty they basic have, ground rules. All right. They have to have some physical resources that they can paddle. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So no, no bloody, no fatties. You know, no, definitely no, no soy fatties. boys. Right. Got no yeah. soy boys. Nothing like that. Right. They've got to be. We'll be going out on a multi-day trip, so they've got to be able to hold their drink. Yeah, you can't have guys who are getting getting off their tits at night, annoying the hell out of us. This is not going to happen, you know. Right. Um, and they've they've got to be. You got to pick pull in someone interesting from our side of the internet. So you know, it's got to be someone that that all of us would want to hang out with for a week or so. You know. I got several candidates that that'll do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So well, let's 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 pencil that in for next summer sometime. Uh, and uh, it's the Green River that you want to do. So I'll do some research on the river. Okay. Green River. I'm writing that down. Out of curiosity, what length of the Colorado is not allowed? Like everything from, you know, Dunno. Colorado itself down to the down to Dunno. the Hoover Dam. Everything, everything in the Grand Canyon is not allowed. You've got to have a permit in there. Okay, but there's still a length of the Colorado River from Moab down to Lake Powell. I'd imagine. Uh, well, that, that I, I think not... you need to check that out. I, I'm not, I'm right. not familiar with the geography, so okay. I'm, not, right. I'm not sure what it does. But the one I know for sure is the Grand Canyon. That's a permit. That's a permit river. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Colorado guides are douchebags because all right, so every single river in the world that you use for whitewater has the same grading system. Every single river in the world, except for the Colorado, which has to have its own separate grading system because it's the Colorado. Mm. Just fuck off. <laughs> Bunch of Is it any more difficult or different than the other rivers? No. Or are they just no, got to have they, their own little they, cutesy? No, but they want to make it out to be. Like I've ah. rafted rivers that are bigger than the Colorado. The, the White Nile's bigger than the Colorado. The Chora River in Turkey is in May is definitely bigger than the Colorado, but they have to be special. Are the are the Colorado rafting guides, are they deuce bags too, or are they kind of cool? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like some of the worst skilled rafting guides I've ever met in my life were, were guys who had learned their trade on the Colorado. Absolutely hopeless. We had two come over at different times to where I learned to raft on the Tully up there in Cairns in far north Queensland in Australia. And these guys couldn't. One guy lasted, uh, so they would. You would get these foreign guys turned up, and they go to the office. I'm a guide. I want work, and they and we're always desperate for guides because we had like you know, 24 boats a day or something. And so we take them down the river. One guy lasted uh, one trip, and you know when they're going to be a bad river guide because they get off the bus. I'm Billy Bob John from Colorado. I'll be rafting up. Like, like, they won't shut up. Yeah. Which is just all deflection from the fact they couldn't guide their finger up their nose. Um, so one guy lasted a day. We never saw him again. And all we did was take him down the river, and he just sat there and paddled like a, like a customer, like a punter. But obviously the river scared the shit out of him. And, uh, and the other guy lasted about a week, and then we went to the office and said, we don't want to, we don't want to have this guy around anymore. This is hmm. Dangerous. I'm just, I'm just picturing the stereotype because this was very common in the 90s. It'd be some long-haired hippie dipshit, probably a white guy who would do his hair dreads, but that would be the next yeah. step in his hair evolution. 
and all the girls loved him, and he stank. And you're like, this no, guy, they smoked pot. Love him. The girls oh, okay. didn't love him. Right. No, these were these were both fairly. They had long hair. It was scraggly, but it was fairly. They were fairly clean cut, apart from that. But they were just. They were just. They were they were convinced they were God's gift to rafting everywhere because they learnt to raft in the Colorado and it's just and the the reality was the opposite their skill level was was really poor mm. on any any different type of river and the and the Tully was a technical river the Colorado is a medium flow high volume sort of river um, so it, it was it was just it was just funny for a short time and then it was painful. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the Colorado. I, 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 don't, I don't really give a fuck about it. But uh, there's plenty of great rivers up there, like the Snake River in Idaho. That's supposed to be amazing. Um, there's another one up there that everyone was telling me about when I was in Canada and said you have to raft this, have to raft this. I think that was in Idaho as well, or Utah, or somewhere like that. I can't remember what it's called. I can find it. Columbia River. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's a big volume one. What what you want is you want like a medium volume river, uh, medium to medium low, because the problem with big volume rivers are is uh, you remember that um, that famous singer songwriter uh, Jeff uh, Buckley, no, I think it was um, son of Tim Buckley. He died in the Mississippi River just at the riverbank and thought I'd have a little swim. But the, the currents are so strong on those high volume rivers that boop, gone. So oh. I don't yeah. Oh. Um, I won't swim so, in the Mississippi. Yeah. So you have to uh, you have to wear a life jacket at all times. Oh, you have to wear a life jacket anyway, but it's just like big volume rivers have whirlpools and stuff and they can get a little bit they can get a little bit tricky. They can be they can be tricky without you realizing that you're in serious danger for your own life. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why the we're having you around. So The best rivers are the ones where you think you're going to die and you're not. Yeah? <laughs> okay? The worst rivers are you think you're absolutely fine and you, you could really die here. Yeah? Great one's dating so, life. Yeah. He thinks he's going to get laid, yeah, but he's but not. He's really he gets all excited die. for nothing. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, you're fine, you're fine. You're not going to get your pee-pee touched. Right. Right. Listen, I've got a great line for you, great one. Yeah. If you say to the woman that you want to make sweet love to them. <laughs> I've actually got one that was even worse when I was 18 that I did. Even worse. It's so embarrassing. I don't even want to hear it because it's pretty cringy already. <laughs> I don't even think I can say it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this one on the rafting trip. <laughs> okay. All right. It'll stay on the rafting trip. Right. What happens, what happens on, on the, the raft rafting trip stays on the raft. Stays on the rafting trip. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Listen, this has been great, guys, but I've got to go around to a, um, another expat's house here. He got... Um, got ripped off today or yesterday um, and I've got to go and have some commiserating beers with him um, someone hacked his bank account or something so oh, uh, dang. Ah, those yeah. Russians yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Russian hackers Ooh. but uh, great one thanks for putting this together yeah, are, are we gonna call this the big cock episode or uh, what are we gonna black uh, cock episode we could the black the black the black cock episode I don't know. the black cock uh, episode yeah I think that's featuring good. Aaron Cleary Feature, yeah. Special Black guest Cop. star. Um, That's a special, special guest, star. guest star. But uh, Aaron, great to catch up with you again. Yeah, it's, it's good to hear from you, long, Adam. Yeah. It has been. Well, my house is done now, so I can slowly start to reintegrate myself digitally. But yeah, I can't wait to see you guys again.
Yeah, I think I think if we can look at next summer and we can do a rafting trip for the uh, for the ages, I think that would be a uh, that would be a cool thing. Cool. Sure. All right. All right. Cool. Um, I'll leave you boys now. Um, and um, and yeah, we'll um, we'll catch up. Soon. And then what? About a month or two? Great one. We'll post these to the internet. I, I don't know. I don't okay. know, you know, I, uh, I've given maybe up, you'll I've have them uploaded by the time we're rafting down the the river maybe. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe, maybe you have it up by that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. I'll see you guys. We've got, <laughs> we've got two episodes recorded, and, and neither one's ready yet. It's just crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah. All right, so uh, goodbye, everyone. This has been another episode of whatever this was. Uh, oh, Cappy, plug your books. I'll plug my books. Great one, plug something. Yeah. <laughs> there was silence there. I thought you'd all that gone. Was, yeah, we're out. See you. Bye. Wait. Ciao. On. Hang on. It's Cappy oh, gone. Cappy is gone. He is gone. That's about to give him shit. He really did tune out, bastard. Well, wow. now we can talk about him. We just, <laughs> we just did talk about him. <laughs>